Welcome to the Triad House Hunting Podcast. Hey guys, it's Ramon Lomelli. I'm a licensed realtor here in the Triad. I'm not here to help you become a millionaire real estate investor. I'm just trying to help you buy your next home, maybe even your first. I'll share stories with you of some of my former clients, let you hear from the people you might meet throughout the process, and even some funny moments. Thanks for joining me today. Now let's get hunting. Now, Triad House Hunting with Ramon Lomelli. What's going on, everybody? It's Ramon Lomelli. Thank you for downloading another episode of the Triad House Hunting Podcast. I uh, really enjoy doing these uh, little episodes of the podcast, uh, so I hope you get something out of it. If you get a chance, feel free to um, subscribe uh, to the episodes so that you get notified when they hit the market. When they hit the market, I'm talking real estate already. When they uh, hit iTunes or Spotify or, or wherever you're listening to this. And um, definitely subscribe. Definitely give me a review. Send me some feedback. Uh, I love the feedback I've been getting. At the end of this, I'll um, leave my contact info. And so shoot me a text. Send me an email. Let me know how I'm doing. And I'll definitely, or any ideas for an episode or any questions you might have that I could talk about on the podcast or just answer for you privately, I'd greatly appreciate that. So today we're going to be talking about how to be a successful buyer and exactly what that means. So uh, I've been meaning to do this episode for a while or talk about this for a while now. It seems like um, a lot of my clients uh, think that they're ready to buy and uh, we get out to a house, we see it, they love it, they want to make an offer, but guess what? They don't have a pre-qualification letter yet or they don't have the proof of funds letter yet, which means they're not ready to buy. And by the time we get a letter from a bank saying that they will get a mortgage, the, the house is usually no longer on the market. Uh, 2017 was crazy uh, in a good way uh, for real estate because homes were um, increasing in value and generally speaking, of course, and um, homes were just in, in certain price ranges. They just didn't stay on the market. Maybe a few hours, maybe a day or two. Um, definitely the first time home buyer price range was very, very hard to get anything in, which is uh, you know the most common uh, price range. So um, that being said, what does it mean to be a successful buyer? Well, um, the main thing, the most important thing that we're going to talk about today is uh, being qualified. If if you don't have the cash, which you know ninety nine percent of us don't have the cash to buy a home up front. Um, then you need a mortgage. And if you're going to be seeing homes and potentially getting a home, then you need to be pre-qualified and, uh, for a loan. And it, it can get very tricky and I can kind of point you in the right direction if you need my help, which, you know, a lot of, most of my clients do, um, because it just depends on where you're looking, uh, what you're looking for and, and who the buyer is. So if you're like a first time home buyer, there's programs for that. If you need down payment assistance, there's programs for that. If you're looking in rural areas and maybe you can get a hundred percent financing and there's loan for loans for that. If you're looking to fix up a foreclosure, then there's loans for that. And I got people that work with kind of every facet of, of, of things I just mentioned and just a, a traditional loan as well for if you don't meet those uh, require or those uh, that criteria. Um, so talking to a lender, your bank may do the same thing that these people do or they may not. And uh, identifying that is important. And uh, so taking the time to go to a bank and sit down uh, and talk about your needs and, and what they can do for you is, is the most important thing we'll talk about today. Um, a lot of lenders can text you the app link and you can go online and do it online. A lot of people do that. Some people don't trust that and want to go sit in, in person and, and fill out a, a paper application, which I respect as well. And, and that can be um, accommodated as well. 
So um, once you have that pre-qualification letter, that basically means you're ready to buy. Now, that letter is usually good for 30 to 60 days, depending on the lender. And um, so we have 30 days to find a, a home. And if we don't find a home, we can basically just give them a call. Hey, nothing's changed. Give me another 30 days. And boom, we're good. Um, so then we're ready to rock and roll and go see some houses because, you know, like I said before, if you're not ready, we go and we see a house, you fall in love, you tell grandma and granddaddy about it, you tell the wife, you tell the kids, you go talk to your bank after the fact, there's someone already that came uh, an hour before you did and has a pre-qualification letter, it's not going to be there. If you liked it, chances are someone else likes it is the way I put it to my clients. It is very competitive and it is, um, you know very important to have that letter. Once you have that letter, you're technically ready to buy a house um, or a condo or, you know, whatever kind of property you're looking for. And at that point, we can start looking at properties. If a property hits, I have email alerts going out to all of my clients as soon as a property hits the market that matches what they're looking for. So if you tell me you're looking for a three bedroom, two bath with more than a quarter acre between 100 and 150 in this zip code, in this school zone, in you know whatever you may need, I can type that into my system and that will give me the list of homes that are currently on the market. But more importantly, when homes hit the market that match what you're looking for, you'll be notified instantly. Whether that's 3 p.m. or 3 a.m., you'll get an email. So at that point, your job is to give me a call, shoot me a text, or through that system, notify me that you want to see that home. And, uh, you know, time is of the essence. So we have to get out there as soon as humanly possible. So whether that means go, I will go there at 8 a.m. if if the seller allows it and um, see the home with you before work. I'll go there on your lunch break. I'll go there in the evening when you get out of work. I'll go there on a holiday. I'll go there on a weekend because that's what you have to do to be a successful buyer nowadays. You can't wait for the weekend. You can't wait for, you know, your husband to come home from town uh, because he was on vacation or something. And I'm saying that because that actually happened. And uh, we lose the house because husband wanted to see it which i get is important but you know you're taking the risk there of not getting it if we don't go see it until someone's in town or or you know we can't go into the weekend uh because you don't feel like doing anything after work then it's going to be hard for you to get a property and that's kind of the risk that you have to uh live with in, in this market and and it is unfortunate but it is a very competitive market so you have to be ready and um like i said pre-qualification letter be ready to go when that property hits the market that you want to see. Um, if you like it, chances are someone else is going to like it as well. And um, be prepared for multiple offers. Multiple offer situations, you probably heard about these and you may or may not know what they are. Um, I'm actually negotiating one right now. I, I showed a house yesterday afternoon. And uh, when I got there, there was an agent in the house. There was an agent in the driveway. Then me and my client pulled up and... We had to wait for them to see the house, it was, and it had just hit that market uh, the evening before, so it was obviously popular. And uh, so when we're there, I was telling them, this is probably going to go multiple offer because everyone's kind of looking at paperwork and looking over each other, like <laughs> trying to figure out who's going to make an offer, who's actually ready to buy and who's not. Um, and uh, so we made an offer, and of course, we get the email back, hey, this is a multiple offer situation. You have till noon Saturday to... Uh, to or rather Sunday to uh, give me your highest and best. So what the seller did was um, basically entice everyone to go highest and best. 
and they bought themselves another day for more people to come and see the house. Of course, more people are going to be seeing the house on the weekend because more people are free. And that means that more um, more eyeballs, more offers, the potential for the home to go for more money is there. And what the seller is going to be looking at is a number of things. Not only the number, who's got the highest uh, number on the piece of paper, uh, because that is important, but also... If there's a loan versus cash, they're going to go with cash over a loan. And if the loan, if the uh, offer is asking for closing cost or maybe some repairs, they're going to look at that as well. And then they're also going to be looking at uh, due diligence fee, which is a whole other topic. I could probably talk about the pros and cons from both sides of, but due diligence fee is apart from the deposit, which the buyer gets back. The due diligence fee is a, is a uh, fee and amount of money that's, you know, uh, negotiable and uh, you don't get that money back. If you back out, if you do complete the transaction, uh, the due diligence fee is, is, is a credit to you at closing. However, if you don't complete the transaction, the seller keeps that money and uh, the seller wants to see that uh, you get some skin in the game. The seller wants to see that, that uh, you're willing, you're so sure that uh, you're going to buy this house that you're willing to lose money on it. And I've seen it as little as $50. I've seen it as high as a couple thousand. It just depends on how sure you are and how much you want the property. Um, uh, initially, some some offers, it just depends on our game plan, but some offers, if the husband's in there forever on the market, we won't offer any due diligence and see if the seller accepts accepts it. But with these multiple offer situations, it's usually a good idea to throw in some due diligence money to uh, keep you in the running. So that's just a thought. But the seller's going to be looking at the things I discussed before. And they're going to weigh out their options and say, hey, maybe this cash offer is lower, but it's pretty much a sure thing. They don't have a bank or a loan to, to be approved. And then this loan is maybe higher, but they're asking for all this money in closing costs. That's going to... Um, uh, bring the bottom line a little bit lower and you know they're weighing out all these different options so um that's what you're looking at out there in today's market still a very hot market i gotta show about six more properties tomorrow and that's gonna be a fun time and hopefully i'll sell something and hopefully i'll be selling something to you in the near future but uh but yeah so just to recap um, how to be a successful buyer means going to your bank and getting a pre-qualification letter before you go and see homes. Because when you start looking at homes, you see something you like, it's going to be pretty much too late. That home is not going to wait for you to go get a loan. There's hundreds of other people that are behind you or in front of you with a letter already, and they are ready to buy. Uh, once you do acquire that pre-qualification letter... From a bank, and I got many uh, people that I can put you in contact depending on your needs. Um, then it's time to go see homes. Let's not be lazy on seeing the homes. If it's the market today and it's a little, a little bit too cold for your liking this evening, put on a jacket and let's go see this house. It's not going to be there tomorrow. Someone else is going to. Someone that doesn't mind the cold or the or the dark or the uh, early mornings is going to get there before us and beat us to it. Um, and multiple offer situations. When homes are on the market for not a long time but they have a lot of visitors, they will usually go to multiple offer situations. And they're, the sellers are going to look at not only the price but also any contingencies or any um, concessions that they may have to give 
and weigh it all out and see what's best. They're weighing out risk versus obviously reward, bottom line numbers versus the risk of you know you backing out two weeks down the line because you found something better um and um due diligence fee and all that stuff so um a lot of things to consider a lot of things to talk about uh feel free to give me a call and we'll we'll go over all these things if and make sure that makes sense to you but bottom line is get a pre-approval letter be ready to go see a house when it hits the market don't be scared of multiple offers the uh advice that someone told me to tell my clients uh, which makes a lot of sense, and I've been using this for five years basically, is go as high as you are okay with. Uh, as long as you can sleep and, at the end of the night and say that you gave it your best shot, you're comfortable with this number, that's the number we should go with. You don't want to go too high, and then maybe appraisal comes back short, and we can talk about that in another episode and what that means. But, um, you know, go as high as you feel comfortable with. Um, everyone has a different number. The home is worth uh, more to some people than to others. And um, hopefully we'll uh, we'll find you the right property. Uh, thanks again for listening. Thanks again for subscribing. Sorry it's a short episode today. We are going to um, try to get some more going here, hopefully get some new construction builders on this podcast and talk about what that is because I've seen a lot of new construction lately, more so than I've ever had in my career. So uh, we're going to get some new construction people on this podcast, maybe interview them, and we'll go from there. Thanks for listening, guys. That was uh, today's episode of the Triad House Hunting Podcast. As always, please remember to subscribe and leave a review, leave a comment, uh, let me know how I'm doing, things you'd uh, like to see on the show, or uh, just say hello. Feel free to email me at triadhousehuntingpodcast at gmail.com. That's triadhousehuntingpodcast at gmail.com. Or uh, you can always shoot me a text, give me a call, 336-909-1492. Thank you. This is Triad House Hunting with Ramon Lamelli. 